Welcome to the Making Marketing Simple podcast, the no BS, straight talking business podcast for rockstar female business owners in the wedding industry. I'm your host, Rach McQuaid, marketing mentor and coach. Inside these episodes, I'll be sharing fundamental tools, tips, and marketing techniques in my trademark no BS way, so you can get straight to the juicy action taken that is going to attract and sign your dreamy premium clients with ease and support you in having a whale of a time along the way. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of Making Marketing Simple. I can't believe we're on episode 18 already. It feels like uh, I started this podcast the first day, actually, that I found out I was pregnant. And we're now 18 weeks later. I am in my third trimester, which is wild. I don't know where this year is going. And I feel like everyone is in the same boat. Like this year has just flown by. Um, But I wanted to create this episode around raising your prices because I know that it's something that a lot of people, especially in the wedding industry, will look to do towards the end of a year, um, ready for the start of a new year. And raising your prices isn't always as simple as you might think or as other people might think. It's not a case of just kind of plucking things out of it thin air. And while so much of the work that I do with clients is around strategy and being strategic and creating these plans and, you know, the implementation and stuff, without a strong mindset, it is nearly impossible to implement. I could give you the best strategy in the world without the mindset to implement it, it's worthless. And one of the most common mindset blocks that comes up is around money and pricing in particular. When I work on this with my one-to-one clients, this is one of the most common things that comes up. So I wanted to create this episode just in case you are in a place where you're wanting to raise your prices, but you're not sure how, or if there's certain things that are kind of coming up around you raising your prices that you want to work through. So I hope that you are comfy. I hope you've got a nice drink. You are ready to listen, ready to take notes and let's dive in. So your prices, whether you know it or not, attract your clients. Now that's not to say that a premium brand has to be charging super high amounts, but it is indicative of the value offered and the service provided, right? Like if if you were to go to a restaurant and they were to charge you one pound for a burger, you're going to be questioning it, right? You're going to be questioning the ingredients, the quality, the skill of the chef, the presentation of the meal when it comes out. You're going to question it, okay? Because how good can it really be for a pound? Now, obviously, that is a really extreme example, but it also doesn't mean that it's as simple as adding another couple of hundred pounds onto your price. And just doing it because, in fact, when you're up in your prices without a strategy and without clear intention and you are just plucking a number out of thin air, that is actually when the mindset fuckery really comes in because there's nothing to back it, right? So what I really want to invite you to do, if you are in a position where you're wanting to increase your prices or you're wanting to just revisit them, even if it's not a huge increase, even if you're just wanting to look at them and think, okay, I'm not feeling good about them right now. The one thing that I would really invite you to do is to revisit the money stories that you're telling yourself. And what I mean by this is when someone talks about money, how does it make you feel? You know, like 
are you looking at your prices through your client's lens or through your own? So for example, if you find that you are looking to increase your prices and you're thinking, well, I wouldn't pay that for that. Or, you know, who am I to be charging that? Or maybe you have a belief that money has to be earned through hard graft. You know, this is something that I was definitely brought up with coming from a working class background is like, you've got to work hard for money. And so when I started to attract money and to earn money through my business and through the work that I was doing by not working a typical nine to five, you know, I some days I could work two hours and still earn the same amount as what I would have earned working a nine to five for the day a couple of years ago, you know. And when that started, there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff came up for me like this isn't sustainable. Um, you know, I'm not working hard enough. I need to be working more hours. You know, I'm lazy because I'm not working nine to five. I'm not at my desk between those hours. You know, there's so many stories that we get brought up with through our caregivers, but also through society in general that we have these beliefs around money that have such an impact on how we take action and it's really really difficult to rewrite these okay so I know that it's not going to be a nice easy job for you to do and kind of a bit of of a task off the back of this episode but even if you just keep it in the back of your mind because when I first when I started kind of opening my mind up to this concept of money mindset and the beliefs and the stories that we tell ourselves around money, you see it everywhere. You know, like I was having conversations with people like my my friends, my family, my partner, and I started to pick up on the language that we used around money. You know, things like what having money means about someone and oh must be nice for them how the other half live you know and stuff like that and you know we we create these judgments around people around how much money we believe they have and how they've earned it and whether that's acceptable or not and again it's not our fault it's not something to kind of shame ourselves with it's just how we are conditioned but it's so important to kind of shed light on that And to really bring awareness to it, because that has such an impact, especially on you as a business owner and as a CEO, those beliefs have such an impact, especially when it comes to coming to to doing these tasks like raising your prices or revisiting your prices and, you know, looking at them through an unbiased lens. It can be really difficult when you're being tainted and being kind of influenced by those beliefs that we've been brought up with and and that we've learned along the way so step one is definitely revisit revisit the money stories that you're telling yourself and then the next step is to revisit the value behind your offers your packages and, and what you're selling your points now if you're not clear on the value behind what you're offering pricing is always going to feel sticky because whether we like it or not, however we feel about money, it is an exchange, okay? It's an energy exchange. It is an exchange of you're giving me this piece of paper or, you know, you're transferring this number into my bank account in return for something else. And if you're not confident in the value that that something else holds, it's going to be so difficult for you to be able to look at your pricing in a clear way. So, Remind yourself and revisit the value behind your offers and your packages, you know, whatever it is that you're selling. 
and really kind of dive back into those things, dive back into your ideal client, you know, the value of of what you're offering, remind yourself of the value of what you're offering and the value to your ideal client, you know, are you saving them time? Do you have something that they can't get anywhere else? Like what's the what's the golden nugget? What's the thing that you are solving? What's the thing that you are doing for your ideal client that is of value to them? That's going to put you in the best mindset to be able to look at your pricing because you're empowered, right? You're looking at your packages. You're looking at what you offer through your business and through your brand and saying, do you know what? I've actually got something pretty fucking incredible here, you know? Like you can look at it through an empowered lens instead of that previous lens of those negative stories and those negative money beliefs that we tell ourselves. And the final thing that I want to say on this in terms of choosing your pricing, because Again, it's something that I talk to a lot of my clients about in terms of, you know, how should I price this? What price should it be? Is this right? Is this not? First of all, market research is always going to be your best friend here. First of all, to see kind of the industry standard and where you want to sit. That's not to say everyone needs to sit in the industry standard. You may want to be a little bit lower and be a little bit more competitive, or you may want to position yourself a little bit higher. Market research is always going to help you here. But also... Please don't discredit your instinct when it comes to your pricing. So, for example, if I was to say to you, I think you should be charging, you should have a minimum spend of three grand. How does that feel? Like physically feel? Does it make you, you know, does it give you butterflies? Does it make your stomach drop like you're on a roller coaster? Like, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel excited? Or does it make you think, oh my God, I can't do that? If it feels way out of reach, don't do it. Because when you can't back your price in or when you don't back your price in, you're then going to find it difficult to sell. And with your pricing, you want it to feel good, but a little bit stretchy. So I'd really encourage you to find a price that feels good, that you're confident to say out loud, you're confident to say on consultation calls, to have it on your website, to talk about it in your content. Find that price that feels good and then add just a little bit more until it feels stretchy. So if £500 feels good, make it six. And if that feels a little bit stretchy, that's the sweet spot. Okay, but it's got to be a price that you can back, that you can stand behind, that you know your clients are going to pay and that you're happy to take in return for whatever you're giving them. I would love to know how this has landed for you because I know that it is such a big topic and I know it is quite a personal topic as well. There's so many different nuances and so many different things that I could go into when it comes to talking about raising prices and money and mindset and all these different things. It's a huge, huge topic, okay? So I would love to know how this has landed for you. Let me know if you feel comfortable to. Drop me a DM over on Instagram and let me know. And also don't forget to tag me in your stories if you're listening to this on your dog walk or if you're listening in the gym, in the car. If you're in the car, don't take a picture. Do not go on your phone afterwards take a picture and let me know that you've listened to it in the car um don't want to be promoting any kind of unsafety here um but take a picture let me know where you are and what you're up to when you're listening to this and also let me know how it's landed for you as well because I, I create these episodes first of all because I love them but also of course to be able to help you and to be able to support you and give you that knowledge and give you that understanding of things that are otherwise not talked about and are a little bit taboo or 
just made way too fluffy than they need to be. You know, the clue is in the name of this podcast. I'm here to help you make things simpler. So let me know how it's landed for you. And if you implement anything off the back of this as well, I would love to hear. So I will leave you there. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you are doing. And I will catch you in the next episode. 